All right, welcome to Pub Ammo Podcast. What are we going to talk about fuckers, today, Jai? Fuckers, fuckers, fuckers. <laughs> oh, we talked about light aircraft mishaps. Oh, um, I forgot all about that. <laughs> <laughs> light aircraft mishaps, proposals, honeymoons. Honeymoons. Cut of the week, grub of the week, motherfuckers oh. pinching bananas. Yeah. Shit, we touched on a lot. Cutting down on bananas and, yeah, losing a lot of money this week. But The only thing I haven't touched on is myself. But the kids will be asleep by the time I get home, so that's a fucking win. Ew. All right. <laughs> Strap on. Here we go. Strap on. Let's take it away. Winning. Turu. What the fuck is that? Turu again. Still listening. <laughs> Friendship now, is it? Yeah, I only talk to you once I'm on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> right, podcast done. Get the fuck out. <laughs> or we're recording, mate. Are we? Yeah. We're away. Fuck it. Good. How's your week been? Fantabulous. Oh, true. Yeah, not really. No, uh, yeah, cool. Cool. I fucking hear you. I hear you. <laughs> A little bit hot this week. It was fucking warm, wasn't it? Oh, fucking hot. We should have been out the water. It's flat. I know. Arlington didn't register over 10 for like the last three or four days. I know. And it's all going to shit. By like the weekend. Tomorrow. Yeah, by the weekend, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. No, it was it was cracking all week, apparently. Yeah, I've... Um, Did you get, do you know anyone that went out? No, not really. No, me neither. I think I think they... Because on the last weekend, there was North Wesley's that scared a lot of people off. Yeah. Because um, it's still kind of nor'easter this week. And I found last weekend... It, it was like flat until lunch, and I think that inshore northerly picked up to like twenty knots. <laughs> Did it? <laughs> yeah, and it scared a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, it's all right on the way in. It's just that last couple of k's before the coast, yeah. and it all goes to custard, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or no, coast, coasted, coasted. <laughs> you dickhead. <laughs> Hey, did you see on the fucking social media? And this is going to be my toast. The fact, Red Bull. They, they just come up with some good shit, don't they? Oh. Did you see old mate land his plane on a fucking helicopter pad? No. <laughs> fucking, on, you know that helicopter, uh, Burj Khalifa, that big building over in, in Dubai? Mm-hmm. That great big, it's got the helipad that hangs yeah. out off the side. He landed one of those fucking moxie planes on it. So, you just, what, what do you have? 27 metres. 27 metres he landed on it and then took off of it. Oh, drink to that. Landing a plane in 27 (laughs) metres. Bravo, motherfucker. Have a look at it. It's online. It's dead set. Soon as the wheels hit the ground, handbrakes on and he actually pulls it up. All right, I'm going to pause it now and we're going to watch it and then we'll talk about it. Yeah, done. Go. (laughs) All right, here we go. 27 metres. He was flying in at At about about two knots. Yeah. Just crawling, like just absolutely crawling. And then he just touches down and jams on the handbrake and that was it. Fuck. 27 metres. And he obviously didn't use all that 27 metres because it wouldn't have fucking worked. So we're going to narrow it back to say 21 or 22, give or take. You I know? just can't believe that I thought Austin slow-mo, but he's just like pulling I know. it and it's, it must have been a big fucking amazing. or what? Oh, it must be. Must be I reckon big. that's why he's done it on a helipad so high. Mm-hmm. Because there would have been a good breeze up current and all that fan, sort of stuff. And he's got plenty. And he did. He, I don't know how many attempts he had at it, but there's a couple of clips. If, you, if you're at home and you haven't seen it, jump on and have a look. Mm. There's a couple of clips of him not getting it right. Yeah. And there's one. He, he gets proper sideways going off the side of it. Like he bounces <laughs> and then bounces off the other side. And you can you – they have a camera in the cockpit looking at his face. <laughs> and you can see it was puckered. It was fucking puckered. 
I don't know if I ever fucking uh, talked about a. Did I tell you about my honeymoon? I no. I said that on here about no. my honeymoon and the plane. No, he was actually married. <laughs> Fuck, there you go. Oh, I'm, I'm married. You, too, must, bro. you must have caught her. You must have caught her at a weak moment, but you must have. Fuck. She was she me. grogged up? She oh, me. turn it up. Fucking turn it up. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, anyway, after you gave her two roofies and half a bottle of vodka, she said yes. Yeah. Those, yeah, like fucking who would? Where'd you go? Uh, Fiji. Oh, yeah, cool. For a honeymoon? Yeah. And um, I don't know, I can't remember if I've told the story or not on this podcast. You haven't? No, I haven't? No. Anyway, so we flew out to this resort, Tokoriki Resort, fucking Flash's Resort or Flash Resort in fucking Fiji. Yeah. And it's about 40 mile out to sea, so yeah. you've got to get there by boat or plane. So we got we flew out in our, um, what do you call it, fucking seaplane? Yeah. And on the way out, we had this Canadian dude. He was like, fucking. So think, thought he was so cool. Yeah, yeah. man, this is like the best job. It's like totally awesome, yeah, man. Yeah, it's like awesome, man. He like, and I said to him on the way, like, do you have any fucking like bad days where you can't land and shit? And he's like, oh, mate, oh, over the past like nine months of being here, I've had like two bad days. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, fuck, because when we're flying out, it was like zero knots. It was yeah. just glass. And when we pulled him, he landed and he's like, oh, he's enjoying himself and all that. And he's like pushing us away like, so cool. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so he's a bit shit. of a wank. Yeah. yeah, proper wank. But proper I wank. thought his shit didn't stink and and um, thought he could fly a plane. <laughs> so Well, you're still here, so evidently you can. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. Fire away. So then um, a week later, the weather had changed. <laughs> Really? From this glassy little thing to like 30 knots. And I'm laying in bed that the night before, fucking looking at the ceiling. It is like blowing 35, 40 knots outside. Yeah, right. And I'm like, there's no way the fucking plane's coming to pick us up. Yeah. And tomorrow is too fucking rough. And like planes, they, they still have to win a takeoff. If you know planes, they've got to take off into the breeze. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But – Seaplanes can only take off in the lagoons as well. They can't take off in the ah, ocean. Of course, because of the swell. And, and it doesn't matter which way the fucking wind's blowing, they can only take off in the lagoon. Yeah, okay. <laughs> all right. So this wind's just blowing all night. As soon as light's up, I'm down at the front desk. Are we um, getting a helicopter out of here today? And they're like, no, the seaplane's still coming. <laughs> and I'm like, you sure? Like, <laughs> have a look at it. And they're like, yeah, no, the seaplane's I'm like... Fuck off. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, all right. Anyway, so it was about nine o'clock. The plane comes flying around the fucking back of the island, comes in and it like skips the ocean a few times and wings nearly hit the ocean and it and pulls up. The same dude was driving the plane. Pulls up, same cool as motherfucker. You know, he thought he was fucking cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, it's, no, it's so cool. I've never fucked up. He swings the door open. When last time when we got out, he like grabbed our stuff and helped us out. And he's like, "Yeah, man, it's all good. like enjoy yeah, yeah, yourself, yeah. man." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kuna Matata Superstar. Sort of shit. <laughs> <laughs> this time he pulls up, swings the door open. Get in! Like, hold on. <laughs> he was white as a fucking ghost, <laughs> just instilling confidence in everyone. You're like, mm. he's like, "Get your bags, get in, hold on." There's life jackets at the back. Just chuck them on if you want. <laughs> fucking and and. Get ready for a, a bit of a ride. Yep. And anyway, so me and the miss look at each other like, fuck, I really don't want to do this. And we made some close friends with these, um, they actually live in Montana at the moment. So yeah, right. So they um, got the Yellowstone. 
I think the, the Kevin, Kevin and his wife. <laughs> the Duttons. <laughs> no, they actually, yeah, uh, their name Rip, was. Rip their, and Beth. Their name was Kate and Tony. <laughs> was it really? Was it really? The American version of us. Yeah, right. <laughs> Kate and Tony. Kate and Tony. <laughs> so um, we met them and they come down to the beach to see, if, see us off. Hmm. Anyway, so here's the plane. Takes off, gets up about probably about 10 metres into the sky and boom, that gust of breeze hits us, bang, back down, hit the ocean, skidding along the fucking ocean and then he, he fucking pulls the handles back up again and gets up about 50 metres up, bang, another gust hits us, back down, scooting along the ocean, like straight down. Like we're You're fucking kidding. And he's there holding the fucking... The um the sticks what, the sticks yeah, yeah. going fucking come on was fucking, he really come no on. fuck off was he <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting goosebumps now thinking about the cunt did you and shit oh no <laughs> <laughs> and he's going fucking come on and because what happens is with those islands the wind was coming from the south so it's blowing over the top and they they call it. Cat's paws, so the wind comes over the top and then just goes any direction at once. Oh, okay. So the wind, if the wind's coming from the south, heading towards the north, and it blows over the top, and then it'll just spread out like psh, any fucking direction that wind will go. Yeah, right. And that's what he was explaining to me on the way out. Is that, when it was calm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Because yeah. what happens is once you get out of the shadow of the island, you hit the real wind, and then it's just like... Gotcha. So okay. you just like... I get you. But the bad thing about that place is the back of that island of that lagoon goes from 10 metres to 1,000 metres. Straight down. So if we yeah. crashed in that 1,000 metres, Forget it. we ain't coming nowhere. No, that's right. We ain't coming back. Fuck. <laughs> well, you made it, obviously. Yeah, we made it. Yeah. But the thing, well, I look back and Kate was fucking white. I bet. <laughs> Fuck, I bet. <laughs> Well, that's like um, my little island out here, out of Auckland there. We, we, we regularly take the plane out, you know what I mean? And I remember my last trip home, great weather until the day we left. Went to absolute custard. And we were the same thing. In the morning, we were like, oh, no way. They won't be flying because the planes cancel all the time. It's a pretty mm. notoriously bad stretch of water and air. And we got it. We ended up, we went out to the airstrip, which incidentally, when I grew up there, that fucking airstrip was just a cow paddock, literally just a <laughs> cow paddock. And if you flew out home in one of those single engine Cessnas, often the pilot had to do two or three <laughs> swoops to get all the fucking cattle off the airstrip <laughs> or the sheep off the airstrip. No bullshit. It's sealed now. So that's a good start. But we're sitting there in the, in the little, um, how to get the seals off there. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's cold water. We eat those fuckers. Um, and we, we were sitting in the in the little airport, I suppose you want to call it. It's basically just a shed with some sliding doors on the front of it. And the weather was custard. And we've seen this plane come in and he kind of touched down and he bounced along in front of us and then he took off. And then he did a loop and come back and he tried again. And he bounced along for a bit with the wind buffering him all over the place and he took off again. He did a third lap and this and this time he stayed on the tarmac, but he vanished off the end of the like towards the end of the runway past the trees and we couldn't see him. And there was a good 15 minutes <laughs> where he hadn't come back out. And everyone, even the staff, were like, Oh, oh shit, <laughs> he's in the trees. Like thinking. And then eventually he came taxiing back up and pulled up in front of us. And and I'm looking at my uncle when he's looking at me, we go, fuck, here we go. Surely not. Surely not. He walks in. Right, guys, come on, let's go. Happy as Larry about it. I was like, no. Yeah, righto. The weather was that bad. I don't know if you've ever heard rain hit a small plane at speed. Oh, it sounds like someone's just plugging you with a 22 from outside. You know what I mean? Like it's just... 
it's just it's in it just envelops you. <laughs> and I'm not kidding you. By the time we got probably thirty yards off the deck, you couldn't see the deck anymore. Yeah, everything just vanished. And then within a minute, you know that you're out over the sand dunes, and in about ninety seconds, you're actually out over the water. But you can't see shit. Just <laughs> yeah. thunder and lightning, and and same thing, man. Puckered, puckered all the way back to Auckland. <laughs> But you're on a plane full of your cousins, so you got to act staunch. Oh, yeah, yeah, no drama. Yeah, it's all good, bro. That's no, not even rough, man. <laughs> you, you get to Auckland Airport, you're like, God, I need a shit. <laughs> but the you got the tough eye on your left side and the, 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 the cry eye. Yeah, 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 cry exactly on your right. right. So you got the tear coming yeah, out yeah. the right you're side you cry the window. No. Nope. Near the window. That's not, bro. <laughs> dairy. It's just some water that got inside. It's just the dairy, bro. But, yeah, it's scary. Little planes are scary, eh? Yeah. Same with those Robinsons, those little choppers. First time I ever went up in one of those, I couldn't get over how the, how much the wind affected them because yeah. they weigh nothing. Mm. They weigh absolutely nothing. <laughs> and and you can be flying in one direction, but the nose of that little chopper's off at 40 degrees yeah. in another direction. And the, when they weigh you to get into it, you're oh, like, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, mate, 92, you're a bit heavy. Oh, oh, really? I need to get, can you go do a shit or something? We need to get the thing off the yeah, ground. Yeah, 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 that's right. <laughs> That's ever, ever since uh, ever since Horsey uh, offered us a trip in his plane, I've been losing weight. I've dropped six kilos <laughs> since then. <laughs> Mate, I'm fucking. I'm going to do a skydive course. <laughs> <laughs> We're not knocking your horsey. I'm sure you can drive it, but you know, just we'll, got to get some altitude. Yeah, horse yeah, yeah. And we'll that's exactly you. right. <laughs> so, what else is new? Anything? No. Nah, was that when you were talking about before about? 22 hitting the windscreen. Mm. Brought up a memory of when I was a kid. I was at the side of my house and I had friends that lived, or well, fuck, I don't know if they're fucking friends. They lived up on the highway, probably probably 400 metres away or 300 metres away. Yeah. I was out in my yard playing, kicking the football around, and I heard that. You know that? That noise. Oh, it's an unmistakable noise, yeah, that it's noise, like isn't it? It's a high pitch Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It just sounds round. Yep. Doesn't and once it? you've heard it once, you yeah. know exactly what it is yeah. and you remember it every single time. And I'm like, it's like a high-pitched yep. sort of sound. And I'm like, what the fuck was that? Anyway, I walked inside and I said, Dad, I think I heard like a bullet yeah. go over my head. And he's like, nah, no way. Anyway, I found it next day. My fucking neighbor's up on these back veranda. He was a fucking trippy cunt. I reckon he, cause they used to have an aviary. Yeah, and the, and the hawks used to swoop the Avery, and he was trying to shoot at the hawks. What mid-flight? Mid-flight or something, and in the trajectory was me. You're kidding! But this cunt was that loopy. I wouldn't even put it past him that he was just like for a laugh trying to shoot me. Put one across the top of your head. Yeah. Oh, just trying to shoot me. <laughs> I fucking wouldn't put it past the cunt. Bugger <laughs> at that. all. Bugger that. <laughs> just like at at that age, like this is the sort of dude he was. He used to get a car up. Ride down the road, yeah, and wait for a car to come up behind him, and then he'd pop a mono and stack it in front of him. You kidding? <laughs> <laughs> like while well, the car's coming up behind him, like <laughs> probably in his face. You're about to get fucking run over there, mate. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm, I'm a can't ever off naming him because he shot over my head. Oh, look, we won't do that to him. What was his name? <laughs> I mean, it's funny when you think about like the the little little things that you did growing up. That just wouldn't roll now. No. Like, you'd if be I off walk, to, If my if, son walked inside and said that, 
oh, right now. Forget it. <laughs> forget it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I remember when I was a little fella, my old man had this old twenty two that was cactus. Didn't fire anymore. It was shit house. Took the bolt out of it and gave it to me as a just a toy to run around with. You know what I mean? And it looked like a gun because well, it was. Just <laughs> didn't fire and didn't have a bolt in it. And I remember we went to Auckland one time and stayed at my nana's house and I took it with me because. <laughs> It was my favourite toy. You know what I mean? It's my favourite real toy. <laughs> and I'm, I'm running around Nana's house and Mangare, one of the suburbs in Auckland, had seen two cup cars come flying into the street and pull up in the front of the house. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> and I'm standing there with this dumb shit look on my face like, what? <laughs> and then start pointing out, what? Yeah, what? What's going on? <laughs> Mom, Dad, please are here. <laughs> Again. <laughs> but you just, can't, you just can't roll with that sort of stuff, can you? You know, like in, in this day and age, I was even looking at, um, I don't know if you saw, down uh, Sydney, there was another uh, little one left in a, in a daycare van. Yeah. Now, I don't, I don't know how this shit happens. Like, it's not like they're driving 60-seater fucking buses. They're usually only eight to 10-seater mini, yeah. minivan coasters or whatever the fuck you call them. And, and it's your job. And it's your job. <laughs> like, you pick up six kids. <laughs> you get off six kids. I, I just I, anyway, anyway, anyway. When I was a little fella, right, we used to we'd go to Auckland. We were from the island, so it was we we had a very kind of rural, remote upbringing, and we got sent to we had to go to Auckland for something. I can't remember what it was. I think I was about three or four thereabouts. I was only a little fella, and to keep us occupied, Mum organised for us to go to like a preschool type place, you know, the kindy, just to play with other kids and all that sort of jazz. And they were running a bit late to come back and pick us up. And through some sort of miscommunication, again, don't know how this happens, I got popped outside the front gate. <laughs> Just popped outside the front gate. There you go. <laughs> now, we were pretty resourceful kids. Yeah. We were used to wandering through the bush all over the place. It didn't bother us in any way, shape or form. So I didn't think much of it. I just put one foot in front of the other and walked home. It's no drama. But had to cross a fucking major highway <laughs> to get there and through some pretty gnarly streets. And South Auckland back then was a pretty gnarly place. Like it really yeah. was. Seen once Warriors? <laughs> South Auckland. <laughs> like I know a few of those places that that was shot. Just don't cook anyone some eggs. <laughs> That's exactly right. So I wandered all the way back to my nana's place and got there and it was all shut up because no one was home. But I just crawled through a window and turned the telly on and sat down in front of the telly, happy as big and shit, you know. <laughs> Mum's, mum and dad have gone to pick me up. My old man was a pretty intimidating human being. Like I'm, I'm talking about 5'10 and 140 kilos yep. and, and very once were warrior-ish, I suppose you yep. could say. And they've rocked up to pick me up and not there. And they're like, what do you mean? Where is he? Oh, well, we thought you were here earlier and we put him outside the gate. And what the fuck did you do that for? So then it was on for young and old. <laughs> so they've jumped in the car, flown back to Nana's place to see if I was there. Didn't look inside. They just ran around the house because... <laughs> Why would I be inside? You know what I mean? I cl crawled through the window. That's what was inside. <laughs> then they've gone back and then they've run the streets and walked the streets. And by this time, my old man was about to kill someone. Like he was dead set going to kill a motherfucker. And then eventually someone went home and opened the door and there I was sitting on the ground like nothing had happened. But how does this shit happen? Like that little fella that died up in Cairns mm. in, the back of a, in the back of a van. Like, I, I, it's fucking you know, you mind-boggling. Mobile phones. Yeah, maybe it is too. Some cunts up tagging, up scoring, and fucking snap chapping, snap chapping, <laughs> snap chapping, talk ticking, talk all that sort of stuff. I know, I don't Green know. It's, it's fucking inexcusable. <laughs> like you think about, like we talked about a couple of weeks back, red tape on your farm, mm. or health and safety, and all the, all the measures that you have to take to make sure that people are safe in your workplace. Mm. Well, 
they're the most precious little lives on the face of the fucking planet. Yeah. How the fuck do you get that wrong? <laughs> like, how do you pick up six kids and then only take five into the daycare and leave yeah. the other one to cook in the car? Oh, but they feel bad for the rest of their lives. It's like, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Go home and kill yourself. Hey, no, it's bullshit. Like, if that was my kid, I'll get you. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> Even if I've got to wait the seven years you're in the lockup, I'm going to get you. <laughs> you do some naughty shit in there to make sure you stay in there because I'm going to get you. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to come visit you. I'm, I'm going to come live get with you. you. <laughs> shit. Gonna, I might even get your family. <laughs> I'm going to go do something to your family and I'm going to come live with That's you right. in the same cell. Um, I'm happy to stew on these type of things and let the anger grow. <laughs> Oh, well, uh, while we're on the subject of cunt of the week. Cunt of the week. Let's go. Who you got? So yesterday I um, drove out, finished work. Yeah. Fucking at the moment we've got surplus of fruit and now the fruit's starting to fill out and I was going to do a video on it. There's um, the fruit that we're getting. It's still not oversized, but because of the high humidity, we get a thing called red blemish. So it's just a red tinge goes over the bananas. Yeah. Perfectly good bananas. Yep. But the Australian public will not buy a banana with a little bit of a red tinge on Fucking it. Fucking hell. So we've got to chop them all up. So today Do I, you? I chopped up 100 grams worth of fruit today. You're fucking kidding. Uh, there's like two semis. Easy. Can't it be used for something? And that's the question that everyone says. Can't it be used for something? If you really think about it, if I put that lower grade fruit onto the market, it floods the market a little bit, but it also brings down the quality of the fruit that's on the market. So then yeah, the, right. the main top line drops. So a $35 a box um, price yeah. will drop to 30 because someone's drugged the quality down because they put shit. shit on the market. So this is the, the quandaries that we have to deal with. But so, there's the hugest waste. Hugest and we waste. We can't do anything about it. And if we put it on the market, it's gonna we're gonna get rejected. And then then all these all the people in the agents and all them all the people that deal down there, they're all gonna go, Oh, I don't really want it, but I'll give you five bucks for it. If you sort of thing. if you were to give it away, because there's plenty of needy, is that gonna affect the market as well? Yes. Really? Because Everyone who should, could, and will eat a banana, it they will have to buy it, buy it. And if you give it away, or if you give it to, like it's, it's I know what you mean. I know you, what you mean. No, everything no, no, I know you, you do mean. about giving away, you you do stuff like you, people you're say. Dilute, oh, you you're should. diluting the yeah. market. And like the same thing, if if you uh, people say with bananas, why don't you ripen them and and um, do like. So for fruit smoothies and sell it that way, it's like, yeah, but then that person's not going to buy... Buy it from the shop. From the to shop. To make the same smoothie. To make the same smoothie. So, so this is all determined by your buyer, your agent, what, what, do, you, what do you call them? The people... Well, the, it's called, um, what do we call it? Price and demand. So, mm. so supply and demand. Yep. So if there's yes. a yeah, lot yeah, of yeah. supply, yep. the price is low. If there's yep. not as much supply, the, the price, price is high. high. So, so by giving it away, you're shooting yourself in the foot. Yeah. Fuck. It's just like... Oh, it's, it's a hard one to swallow, though, back. isn't it? And How like, much do you reckon you'd waste in the space of a year that you'd oh. have to do that? Give or take. 
It's always around these hot times of the year where three or four weeks you get a full moon. Like full moons, people don't realise full moons are like a bad thing for farmers. Are they? Because they bring one or two weeks into one, three weeks into one. Really? So you might have um, six months ago or three months ago you injected and you've counted 10,000 bells. And and now this week, because of the full moon come through, we've we've got fifteen thousand trees. Far out, true. Like ready to get cut, but we can't cut all of them because they've we haven't got the manpower, we haven't got the shed, we haven't got none of that. So this is where all the stuff ends up getting cut onto the ground. Oh man! And I suppose that's not just limited to bananas either, is it? Because I remember seeing something on landline or something not long back with the orange farmers down south. The amount of oranges that were going to waste. Mm. Because for no other reason than yeah. they had a couple of blemishes on the skin. Yeah. So and if you fuckers out there at home, you need to understand that all fruit doesn't have to look fucking perfect. It doesn't have to look perfect, but also just think about eating fruit just that little bit more. Yeah. Like instead of going to your – after you have a meal, going to and getting an ice cream out of the freezer. Yeah. How about make yourself a fruit salad? Yeah, that's right. It's the same amount of fruit. Uh, like sugar, but you, yeah. you, you're better off with your fructose than your glucose. Yeah, that's exactly right. So it's actually better for you, and it's, it gives you the same kick. gives you what gives you that thing you need at the end of a meal. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. To help digest. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Sort of yeah. Stuff. I eat heaps of fruit of an evening time, and um, a lot of fit people I know won't eat ice cream or anything or dairy or anything like that. They're they're f- um like sweets, dessert, uh, fruit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I sat on the couch and ate about four nectarines last night mm. after dinner. I eat plenty of fruit. You eat much fruit? Yeah, I eat bananas. Now, every day my wife makes me um, fruit salad for lunch. That's yeah, what I have for lunch. Yeah. Because I don't want something heavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my but big, a bit of a sugar kick is yeah. good though, yeah, so especially my, on a hot my, day. Um, my main meal is smoko. Yeah. I don't – so I'll eat now like at dinner time. Yep. I won't eat till 10 o'clock the next day. You don't have brekkie? You're not a no. brekkie person? I don't yeah, have okay. brekkie. I only have a coffee or something. Yep. And then – then I'll eat um, my biggest meal of the no, – not biggest meal, but biggest day meal is smoko. Then that'll run me through till dinner. But yeah. at like lunchtime, I'll just have like a small fruit salad or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give yeah. me a bit of um, – Bit of a kick in the bum, tie you over, nothing yeah. too heavy. And you can eat it cold too. And the thing is, it's nothing too heavy. Mm. That's the main part. You don't yeah. want to feel heavy in the afternoon. No, you feel sluggish then, eh? Hey? Yeah. Yeah. And it knocks you on the If you ass. have a big meal, you want to go to fucking sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go – Cut, cut and hump another 30 fucking trailers. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, I've, I've kind of changed because I've, I've lost a bit of weight lately and been back in the gym and that sort of stuff and I've changed my eating habits a little bit to, to what I know has always worked for me and that's the thing for people. You know, everyone gets so caught up in fucking diets and every, everything like that. Oh, you've got to eat this at this time and you've got to do that. you also got to work out works, what works for you. So I tend to have a pretty big breakfast, not much for lunch, not much for dinner and that's about it. Yep. Know what I mean? I won't. I used to eat huge dinners. I've cut it back a little bit because just going to bed on a guts full of pasta or a guts full of potato or steak or something is just. <laughs> well, oh. well, you know, you said, oh, um, well, what'd you have for dinner? I said, oh, we'll have a talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, Maccas tonight. We just, <laughs> oh, I spent the afternoon in the hospital, unfortunately, getting my leg to scene two, getting old. 
And then by the time we finished footy training, I knew I had to come up and, and, and sit down and talk shit with you for an hour. I said to the missus, I said, fuck it, we're just getting taken away tonight. And I, I regret it even now. And all I had was a Big Mac and that was it. And I'm sitting here like, just So I, I sent Kate into the butcher today. And mm. She goes, what do you want for um, dinner? I said, fucking. Every time she asked me, like sends a tech, what do you want for dinner? I'm like, Steak. <laughs> I'll even show you on my phone. <laughs> Predictable <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> and then she's like, okay. So she come home with like, I worked it out, it's probably about 800 grams of steak. Yep. Um, it was a rib fillet or something. Yep. And and she's like, oh, I said, oh, is this all for me? And she, uh, she goes, <laughs> she goes, yeah, but yeah, this for like tonight and your lunch tomorrow. I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. So I cooked it, sat down at ate dinner and um, one went. Two went. You ate the whole <laughs> Three went. And I'm like, when something tastes good. I know. Oh, you just want to keep going. The problem is you take that last mouthful and then all of a sudden it doesn't taste so good anymore. You're like, oh, there's a bit of Jesus anger. Christ. <laughs> you got the meat sweats. You can just feel a giant shit coming on in the next hour. So I did 800 grams of steak tonight. Did you? Oh, Jesus. Oh. <laughs> I'd have some sort of flashback about that, I reckon. We've just been eating fish lately, crossed. We've been eating some fish. Yep. And I'm not getting sick of it. I mean, we're lucky. We're very yeah. lucky when you're picking <laughs> very reds and <laughs> trout and Spaniard and all that sort of it's stuff. You, you're pulling out this plate and you're like, oh, that's two grand in the fucking It shop. is, I know. <laughs> 70 bucks a kilo yeah. for trout at the moment, eh? <laughs> I'd hate it. to see what everyone down south is paying. They'd be paying huge coin down there for the fish that we catch up here. Yeah. You know, like Brisbane South and Sydney and that sort of stuff. Even I remember when Spanish mackerel used to be 12 bucks a kilo. Yeah. It's nearly 40 bucks a kilo now, between 38 and $42 a kilo. Because of fucking fisheries. Because of fucking fisheries. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's why they did it, just to jack the price up. It's like you and your bananas, eh? Yeah. Motherfuckers. Just Cunts just of the down. week. DPI, Department of Fisheries, you're back on the cunt of the week list again. <laughs> Actually, I fucking, I didn't finish my story for the cunt of the week. Oh, yeah. So, no, go, go, go. Sorry, sorry. Go, go, go. So, we're cutting down a lot of fruit at the moment. And there's a lot of rules and regulations about entering people's properties these days, um, especially on bananas because of... Uh, TR4, Panama, Panama you can't, and all that sort of all stuff. All that stuff. You can't enter people's properties. It's like well known locally. It's been around 10 fucking years now, like <laughs> nil, whatever it is. So it makes it hard to go on your neighbor's farm and cut all their fruit down there. <laughs> yeah, cool. Right, go. So, <laughs> so I just left the property yesterday afternoon and then I'm driving out and here's this Hilux parked up on the side of me bananas. And I'm like, don't know that truck. So I drove past and I'm like, Fuck, I want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, but I've got to go back. Yeah. <laughs> so I got, went about 500 metres and I like, got to turn off. I'm like, fuck. Turned around, went back, pulled up. There was no one in the car, no one anywhere. And I'm like, all right. And I just, when I drove past, there was a dude standing there like with fishing rods, like trying to untangle fishing rods. So I thought, oh, this, he might be parked there to see if he can go. There's a creek, but it's a shit spot where it's parked. It shouldn't nowhere near a creek. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, all right. So he might have been doing that. So I said, I'll turn around and go back, see what he's up to. Anyway, pull up there, look in. Can't see any see anybody. The ute's closed, everything. Then like uh, 30 seconds later, he comes walking out of the paddock with a bunch on his shoulder. And I'm like, how you going, mate? And he's like, good. I said, oh, um, hey, 
um, did some, anyone say you could grab those? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I spoke to a follower down the bottom there the other day and he said, yeah, I can come grab them whenever I want. And I said, who? Who told you that? He goes, oh, some follower, I don't know, who's down there. This isn't like in an Asian voice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, all right. Yeah, when was so, this? This week? Yesterday. Yesterday, okay. So, so, I, um, <clears throat> so, I, so I said to him, I don't really believe you, mate, because I'm the fucking boss and every, all my workers know if anything goes via the property, they have to say, no, you speak to the boss and yeah, yeah, yeah. this will happen. Yeah. So none of that got spoken to me. So I said, how about you fucking fuck off, you little cunt? Fuck, you kidding? Yeah. The fucking, oh. So he's in there, chop getting all the fruit off, like, even it's fruit off the ground, but it's still, we've got you so just many don't protocols. You, don't, you just don't go to someone's You just don't go on other property. people's fucking property. End of fucking story. How hard so, is it? So if all, there's any young people out there and you're thinking about entering someone's property, we might go through the rules on how you enter a property if you don't know the rules. That's right. So here they are. Number, Number one, one, find out who fucking owns that property. <laughs> Number two, keep fucking looking for the cunt who owns that fucking property. Number three, have you found him yet, fuckhead? <laughs> and don't use any excuses for yeah. one, two or three. Yeah, that's exactly right. Before one, there's no other excuse. You say if you spe speak to someone... That says he's not a fucking the owner of the property, and he it's, says, "Yeah, you can fucking walk away, get in your car, and go and find the." It's fucking, fucking mind blowing, eh? <laughs> I just don't understand how people think it's all right. Yeah, so, like you know, like especially cattle stations and all that yeah. sort of stuff. They put up with it all the fucking yeah. time. People just blowing through, and you know, like an old mate at a Palmerville station. So you, that's up Maytown, uh, Palmer Riverway, yep. you know, where the gold rush was. Yeah, now, Silver pa Rush. Yeah, Silver <laughs> Rush, yeah. So Palmerville was owned by, what were their friggin' names? They're in uh, the, the Strubers, old man Struber and his missus, and they were fucking nuts. They're both in jail now because <laughs> they were fucking nuts. You know what I mean? They killed some bloke and hid his body, yeah. and, and that's where the whole nobody, no parole um, legislation came from was from these two yeah because it's 160,000 hectares and it's all full of mine shafts and they found two or three drops of blood heard his mate heard a rifle report saw these two walking towards his mate with a gun heard the gun go off he dropped in the scrub which was a smart fucking thing to do because yeah. i've had a couple of encounters <laughs> with old man struber and he's fucking nuts <laughs> like he won't get out of the car without a 308 in his hand and i can attest to that personally you know we <laughs> stopped going up there because of him um, so he got locked up. But on the flip side of that, when you've got people that are just continually trespassing, blowing through your place, pig hunting, shooting your cattle, mm. and I've seen cattle up there shot for no good fucking reason at all, haven't taken a back leg off it, haven't taken a set of the horns off it or anything like that. It's just dickheads being dickheads. Yeah. Sometimes that's what happens. People fucking snap. Yeah. I reckon right? string them up by their ankle above the grid. Above the cattle grid, you reckon? Yeah, so when the, when everyone drives in and out, they just see this cunt hanging and Take, kicking. <laughs> taking the train station. <laughs> taking the train Taking station. the fucking train station, <laughs> I reckon. <laughs> I just reckon they just need to hang for a day or two. They still live, but then they have the story that it just spreads like wildfire oh, through the it's just place. fucking rude. If it's not your property, stay the fuck off it, mm. unless you have permission. And yeah. like you said, find the person that owns it and ask him. Yeah. 
If he says no, no, it is. Yeah. End of story. And this, this, of course, because he told me, this is the fucking thing that pissed me off. He yeah. told me that he spoke to a follower down the shed yeah, yeah, just before yeah. and he said it's okay. So I said, all right, mate, grab the last bunch yep. and then fuck off. Yep. And he's like, okay, thank you. And then I went and asked all my workers today. No, and none of them heard of him. No, I know. So he fucking lied to me. Yeah. Do you remember the car? I know exactly who he is. I've got a photo on my phone of That's who he is. Way. Good I man. found out who he is through another friend of mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've sent a message out to him. Sounds uh, like if he steps foot on my property, I will break both his fucking legs. Sounds like sodomy Sunday to me. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a call, bro. <laughs> like nothing will correct a grown man's behaviour like rape. <laughs> I know it's frowned upon and some of you at home are probably thinking, oh, hang on a fucking second. Where's this going? This is taking a turn for the worst, but just hear me out. Hear me out, okay? <laughs> Plenty of blokes these days will cop a flogging and it just doesn't sink in. You know, you belt a bloke, a week later he can come back and do the same thing because it just doesn't sink in. He's probably been getting belted his whole life. That's why you belted him. He's accustomed <laughs> to getting belted, okay? But if you pin said gentleman down by the back of his fucking neck, like I'm talking face down in the concrete, and you sodomise him within an inch of his life, I guarantee you don't come back on your fucking farm again. In fact, if he sees you walking into Coles, he's going to drop his shopping basket and he's going to fucking leave because there's something about that kind of domination that changes a bloke. It really does change him. He just he doesn't see the world the same way anymore. So I'm just throwing and it. And he out sounds there. like a wind chime. <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere he walks. <laughs> so, I actually thought of a funny joke. Um, years, uh, they were saying years ago down Griffith, Griffith, whatever it is, they got like grapes. Griffith or Griffith? Griffith. <laughs> I'm on me fucking fourth run. <laughs> no, got a head start. <laughs> yeah, so these these uh, three followers go into a, a grape, like, and like proper like mafia style. You know, Griffith's like full of mafia. Yeah. And they're down there and they go into this farm and he's got everything. He's got grapes, he's got pawpaws, it's not pawpaws, but watermelons, he's got everything, this this farmer. And he's also got a hot daughter. So the three followers roll in and all of a sudden they're having a good time with the, the mafia boss's daughter on his farm <laughs> and they, gets caught, they get caught. So the mafia boss grabs them and says, all right, boys, I want you to go out in the back paddock and grab a hundred of each fruit or just grab one um, of a hundred of those fruit and bring them back to me. Yeah, right. And he goes, all right. So the first follower comes back and he's got a hundred grapes. He goes, all right, stick each one of those grapes clean up your ass. And if you laugh or giggle, you're going to get knocked on the head. <laughs> and he's like, all right. So the first follower sticks them all up there and he gets away with it. He's like, all right, you're pardoned. All right, the next follower comes in and he's got... Um, like 100 fucking oranges. And he's a big fella. What's a stretch? So he stretched them. He got them all in there and he, yeah. got, he bloody nearly, took it, took it like a nearly got them all in there and then he started giggling and they all fell out. <laughs> and he said, didn't you hear what I said? If you giggle or laugh and they fall out, you're dead. He <laughs> goes, yeah, but I, I couldn't help myself. He goes, why couldn't you help? He goes, my mate's out there picking pineapples. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, <laughs> <You dig> again. <laughs> Shit jokes 101. Shit jokes. Shit jokes. <laughs> the um, weather this weekend, are you going out or what? I can't, but you no, going? No, it doesn't nah. look too good. Is it not? No, it's going to poo-poo, I think. Ah, uh, is it? 
It sounds like this is like I say this every week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yet we still manage to get out. <laughs> <laughs> so I was also thinking when you were a kid, just the area where you lived, did they use have like any special words that if you went out of that area, no cunt in that town knew that, that oh, word? Oh, well, <sighs> probably only the North Queensland ones, I reckon. Gammon's got to be one. Yeah, Gammon's yeah, Gammon definitely. Cunt. Yeah, because down south, I used no to one knows. to me cousins nah. and they're like, what the fuck's, what the fuck's what's Gammon? Gammon. Gammon. They can't even yeah, say yeah, it right. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> no, no, no. This is like Gammon. No. That's like a North Queensland through and through. And I think even if you made it to Mackay, I don't know if they yeah, know Yeah, I'm going to know how far south Gammon goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyone that's like south of south of North Queensland, so say south of Townsville, because I'm pretty sure everyone in Townsville will know that one. I reckon it's probably gotten further just because people now. Yeah, like, I'm not work talking about those people that have migrated down that way. Mm. Like if you're from North Queensland and you're yeah. down there now and you're chucking it out, but like you know, FIFO style miners and yeah, that, yeah, they yeah, yeah. But does anyone down? Yeah, like southeast corner, even New South Wales. Oh, there wouldn't be too many people down no. in New South that had used gammon. No, no fucking way in the world. <laughs> what other ones? What other oh, ones? Locally, is when I was a young fella, oh, I got one. <laughs> we we got one. It was called Chuni. Chuni, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chuni, Muni. Yeah, so yeah, Chuni, yeah. Chuni was a hot chick. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, I got a different one for Chuni. <laughs> <laughs> My dad used to have a different one for Chuni. Hot, ch- too. hot chicks have one of them. <laughs> 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 or Muni, uh, another yeah, one. My, my dad was, he used to say his thing for Chuni was, because I'd like say, Dad, I um, went out and met a couple of Chunis last night. And he's looking all funny, like, what the fuck? <laughs> he goes, you know what Chuni is? It's fucking turd, dog turd, when you stand in the car. Oh, is it? I've never heard <laughs> that. Is that Chuni? Is it really? Chuni. So that must have been a Moolambar one then. Surely that's come from down that way. Another one that is North Queensland through and through. Big ol. Big ol. Hey, you big ol. <laughs> For ya. For ya. For ya. That's another one. <laughs> big ol's one of the best. I still use that. I reckon probably the most one, only Innisfail, uh, fuck, Innisfail people Innisfail would say, num- yeah, yeah, would yeah. say is chair. Chair. C-H-A-I-R. Chair. For what? So that means, yeah, you cunt. I mean, we're like, chair. Chair. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but then see that's 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 bordering on being chair. <laughs> chair, that's chur. fucking kiwi. Chair, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but chair is more like yeah, you can't whatever you're talking shit. But yeah, chair's yeah, like yeah. yeah, bro. Yeah, chur, bro. bro. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, cheers. there's so much. There's so much lingo that's localized. Hey. Eh? I can nearly <clears throat> talk in front of a southern person to a North Queensland person. They won't understand a, a fucking word that word you're say. saying. No, no, like, no. Look, it's kind of what I'm going to fucking mumble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, look, at this, look at this big dot. <laughs> look at the big dot over here. Because I remember even when I moved to um, West Australia, and I think that's probably why I had a bit of a hard time making friends over there. Because you take like the North Queensland no, it's probably not because you, you're there. a fuckhead. No, 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 nothing to do with that. They were all fuckheads. Two point two million of them. <laughs> Fucking wankers. Um, nah, you're all right, fellas. I didn't mean it. Sand groper cunts. Yeah, gammon. <laughs> gammon cunts. Big gammon. <laughs> yeah, you gammon big holes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Any any lingo from around, email it into us. If you're out there and you can think yeah, of a word, there's that a we word have... from your town. I reckon, yeah, yeah, yeah. I reckon mine is chunny and chair. Yep. <laughs> I want to hear some from like those real like Ballarat, Shepparton, 
Aubrey Wodonga down yeah. the you know, those real <laughs> back of Burke fucking places. They're out Longreach. What's the where did that come from? Do you know? Do you know no, where this whole really. fucking Esha culture come but from? I've seen a few videos of these it's always a skinny little weedy oh, little it? white cunt. Usually with a rat's tail or a shit and mullet. Mate, I just if I was in the vicinity of him, oh, he'd I have know. like thirty uppercuts oh, within his chin. They're just they're just they're, they're <laughs> it's a unique and the get ups. The oh. shit that they wear, eh? But they walk like, um, you know, uh, what are they called? Stormbirds when yeah, they're protecting yeah, yeah. their nest? Yeah, they're the like, curlews. They're they curlews. They yeah, put yeah, their, yeah. Their, their feathers their, out there yeah, yeah, yeah. and they With walk their skinny around. little legs hanging out the bottom. <laughs> I mean, I can't knock shit on skinny little so legs So we should call much, them S.A. Curlews. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> curlews, brah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never understood it. I, I look at them and I see them online and the social media and that sort of thing. These little fuckers pop up. And they got their bum bags over yeah. their shoulder and all that sort of <laughs> stuff. And I'm like, where the fuck did this even come from? Oh. And put it this way, if my young fella walked in the door looking like that, he wouldn't walk out looking like that. Oh, <laughs> no, you'd find somewhere to shove the bum bag. <laughs> sort of me again. Let's listen to you. I know. Sorry. Sorry. It's been a while. <laughs> uh, it's been a while. Yeah, lingo, lingo from around, around areas. I want to know. I really do. Another one I wouldn't mind. Does I never used to get this in the past five years. I, I get it pretty bad. Um, truth serum. Truth serum. What do you mean? Rum and coke. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> so. so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, yeah. I've dug myself a few graves over the past <laughs> couple of years. So tequila is your tequila truth for me, man. Tequila for me for sure. Oh. I'm everyone's best mate after a couple of tequilas, eh? But the thing with truth serum is, it's like I let go of all my inhibitions, thoughts, and just like tell the truth. Yeah. And yeah. I don't care who I'm telling it There's to. There's no filter. It's just like, mate, it's probably because you're a fuckhead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a steady stream of vomit. <laughs> you know what no, I mean? It's a steady stream of truth, the yeah, truth yeah, yeah. that you hold back usually. Yep. Just oh, to keep the peace. I tend not to that much though. But I do. <laughs> but it's delivery. It's delivery. Like you can tell someone a fuck is a fuckhead. Like you can call them a fuckhead. You can just go, <laughs> You're a fuckhead. <laughs> and they think, oh, he's having a joke with me. You're not. They just don't have to know that. Whereas if you go, you're a fuckhead, mate, like then then it's a bit there's a bit of venom behind it. Yeah. You know? So yeah, it's just delivery. And I found doing doing, you know, security work for a long it's all about delivery. It really is. You know what I mean? Especially with the advent of CCTV cameras. Mm. Like, oh, you got to watch yourself, you know. Fortunate, mannerisms. Fortunately, though, most of them don't have audio. Yeah. It's just visual. So yeah. you can stand in front of someone with a really passive kind of body language, you know, smile on your face and, you, and you're saying things like, mate, listen, why don't you take your fat pig of a wife home? She's had too much. So take her home, throw one through her if you're game. But on camera, it just looks very, you know, <laughs> like you're having a good old chat with your best mate. And for some reason, your best mate's just losing his fucking mind and firing right up. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no, mate, come on, don't get cranky. You've already made one bad life choice by marrying the fat cunt. So 
by this stage he's losing his shit the shirts come off the arms are flailing around and you're still standing there with your hands up nice and nice, nice and peacefully a big smile on your face you know because fortunately they don't have audio but soon they will and that'll ruin our game ruin it it'll ruin it it'll fuck it for us <laughs> we won't be able to say nothing then no? i've got a um i've got a grub of the week though coming from a, a security standpoint junkies junkies, junkies. I don't know what's going on in this town this week. Whoa. A new, a Must new be a little, bad batch. A new batch come through. Must be a bad batch, hit, brother. Hit Eddie Bay floated yeah, in. Yeah, must have, man. A little bit too much homo, a little bit too much battery acid, <laughs> <laughs> whatever the fuck they're putting in it. You they're can see it, but it wrong. I can actually yeah, see man. it. Yeah. When there's a bad batch come through, you'll drive yep. the streets and you'll just see them. They're just fucking it's out visible. like zombies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And man. they've been angry zombies this week. Mm. Yeah, it's been a bit of a shit show around far north Queensland this week. Cairns has been the same too. Yeah. So whoever chopped it up, chop, step on it a little bit more, bro. <laughs> Do the world a favour, you know. But junkies, man, if, you, if you're getting off your tits on ice or fucking empty or whatever it is that you're shoveling into your system, ketamine, fentanyl, whatever it is, and you're coming into places like hospitals and assaulting staff, abusing staff, you're a fucking dead shit. Dead as Instead shit. of buying your next point... Buy a piece of rope. Yeah. And also, come step on my farm, I'll break your fucking legs. Yeah, yeah go and try and pinch bananas from the big farm, <laughs> the big fella's farm. The problem is they don't want to eat, so you're safe. They're not going to come to your farm. And if they do want to eat, sure as shit, not fucking bananas, is it? You know what I mean? But fuck. If there's one thing that we need to fix in this country at the moment, it's the whole, it's the crackhead epidemic. Because mm. there's plenty of them, man. Oh, and the thing is, it's um, people... Um, Get addicted, but that addicted to stuff, but they're not addicted to the drug. They're addicted to numbing the feeling of what's wrong with them. Yeah, and that's the shit part is there's so many underlying reasons why people end up being crackheads. Yeah, and most of the time is mum and dad. This happened to me when I was a kid. Yeah, oh, this and all this is like sorted out the right way. Yeah, I know. It's and there's plenty of help out there. Oh, I of, had a, of I had, all the countries that that offer. Plenty of help, most of which you can get for free. Yeah. If you genuinely want it. That's the problem, though. You've got mm. to genuinely want the change, and a I, lot of them don't. I, the best um, bit of advice I've ever heard is this. When the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Yeah, true story. So, True story. If you're ever in, a, in the shit hits the fan situation, it's like that's when you know you've hit rock bottom. Yeah. And then when you're ready to learn... And, and take it all in. That's when it, you'll you'll get it all done. I had a um, fellow work for us. We had him work for us like five years. Mm. He was a crackhead when he started. We got him off all the stuff. We got him fishing with us. He did a whole lot of good stuff with us. We thought we got him on the right path. But like every couple of days, he talk about his past and how hard done it boy he was. And I'm, I kept saying like, dude, like just remember the future. Like we're we're going good here. Like you've. Mm. Mm. But he always kept going back to... A demon, eh? Yeah. A demon that just wouldn't get off his shoulder. No. And you know what I mean? Like, he just kept going back to, yeah, but this happened to me when I was a young fellow. I was like, come on, mate. Got like, to build a bridge eventually, eh? Yeah. And if you don't sort that out, it's going to get you. And it does. Mm. And there's, don't get me wrong. Like those ones that have had those fucking god-awful upbringings and shit parents, shit lives, shit mm. this, shit that. Like, I hear I, you. I get it. It's fucking tough. But... Don't take it out on everyone else. And that's what fucking shits me, mm. especially in hospitals, man. You know what I mean? Like those doctors don't go to university for the best part of a decade 
and spend the best part of 200 grand on an education to get bashed or fucking abused or, or whatever it is. Same with the nurses. Yeah. You know, you're I think I feel more sorry for the nurses. Six, that, yeah, the yeah. nurses are the ones the that cop it the most. They do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and nine times out of ten, 99 times out of 100, when people come to hospital, they're at their lowest. Mm. Like it's gone fucking pear-shaped. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and, and even the police nowadays with all the red tape that they cop, um, a lot of people, they won't keep a lot of people in the watch house anymore. Mm. You, know, you go back 10 years ago and they just chuck them in the fucking watch house and let them have a real hard come down. And that's yeah. what they deserve. Yeah. A real hard come down. <laughs> Concrete bed, that's cold you, room. And that's how you the remember the And that's how you remember it. Yeah. But if you, if you get brought to hospital because you're losing your shit and you get a needle full of sedative in your ass and you spend 10 hours having a lovely sleep under some warm blankets with some, some IV fluids and you wake up feeling a million bucks, what do you learn from it? Mm. Fuck all. Fuck all. You'll go out and do it again the next time you've got a spare. Yeah. You've got some money in the bank or you've got some money in your hand or you've sucked dick for a hit. Yeah, that bed should have an electric shock go through it Fuck every it like five it minutes. Every, it just, it's, it's, oh, I guess we've become too PC, haven't we? The whole world has. Oh, I, it's I, just I think painful. It's, it's, I reckon we're on the pinnacle of it though. I think everyone's had a fucking enough. Oh, I think it's. I do listen to Joe Rogan. I'm not saying change channels and go and listen to that prick. He's got enough listeners. Stick with us. We'll make you a superstar. <laughs> um, you listen to a lot of his podcasts. He gets a lot of anthropologists on and they talk about previous civilizations and all that sort of stuff. Like three, four hundred year cycles. Yeah, it is. And we're, mm. we're on the cusp of that again. We're mm. basically, they reckon we're basically where the Romans were yeah. when the Roman Empire collapsed. Well, yeah. And a big one was the blurring of lines between gender. Because mm. a lot of the old Romans started dressing like women yeah. and homosexuality. And now oh, I don't give a shit. Anyone, so you can do yeah, whatever you want. Because they had lead in their pipelines, and yeah. that's what made them do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they all started to. It, it really blurred, and eventually that civilization collapsed completely. Mm. And then it starts all over again. I feel like that's where we are now. Yeah. And and Rogan has some really intelligent human beings come on and talk about that sort yeah. of stuff. And you kind of it, there's a lot of similarities. And I've, I've, I think a lot of people, like, as soon as you mention Rogan, like, oh, masculinity, oh, like, stuff. But, like, my my wife won't listen to him. She just, every, when she hears his voice, she fucking hates him. Yeah, okay then. Yeah. So, so she's got that feeling. She's just got that masculinity feel, like. Yeah. But blokes get it. I always tell her, go and fucking listen to your murder stories. Yeah, that's, that's right. that's what they fucking listen to. Yeah. But I'll, I'll give him credit because he does, he does manage to, remain pretty neutral because if someone yeah. comes on his show mm. and can give him um, facts and information backed up with with research and all that sort of stuff, he'll change his tune. Yeah. I've seen him do it in a lot of podcasts mm. where he'll fucking change his tune and you've got to. I think as part of a – as not just part of being a bloke but part of being a human on the on the earth, you've got to be self-aware. Yeah. You've got to be open to change. If things aren't – you know, if, if someone comes to you and, and tells you something that you've been against your whole life, but they give it to you with research and evidence and fact and all that, and you can't argue it, well, then you mm. kind of go, well, fuck, and you, you got me there, motherfucker. And the thing is, he, he was saying this the whole long, whole time along with all this COVID stuff. Mm. <laughs> Neck minute. <laughs> Neck minute. Neck minute. It's all true. Yeah. <laughs> you see the one about that fucking, what's that, uh, who, who owns Microsoft? What's his name? Jobs. Jobs. Was it Jobs? Uh, no. No. Um, Google. Oh. Jobs is Apple. No, no, no. Google then. Who? Uh, Microsoft. Who owns Microsoft? Sorry. Fuck, I don't know. 
Oh, whatever the fuck his name is. He apparently invested a shit ton in Fi- uh, Moderna or mm. Pfizer, one or the other, shit ton. Rode the train the whole way. Oh, yeah, you know, it's, it's, we need this, we need that. It's, it's super important, the vaccine, the vaccine, the vaccine. And now it's all kind of collapsed and come to an end. He's come, jumped on the other bandwagon. Turns out he didn't even get the fucking needle. <laughs> and he's, um, oh, no, you know, we need human, herd immunity and, and the vaccine doesn't do the thing. This is after he's made $20 billion off mm. the fucking... I was like, you motherfuckers. <laughs> You know, I got the vaccine because I work at the hospital and yeah. you got to get it. And I've got to be honest, I've shoved far worse things up my asshole <laughs> on a weekend out and, and, on the dirt. You know, like, let's, let's be honest. <laughs> and I've always said the same thing. If, if I was in the uh, position where it affected my job, my life and everything, yeah, I probably would have got it. Yeah. But I was in a position where it fucking didn't. Yeah, so right. I was like, I don't have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, then I listened to a lot of podcasts on it and I was like, shit, this this doesn't probably sound too good to take. Yeah, that's exactly right. I've got a cousin back in New Zealand. He actually got really sick from it, real sick. Yeah. Like um, when he initially went to hospital because he went downhill so bad, he went to hospital and they they did some scans and, and uh, MRIs and, that's, and they found these lesions on his lung and they told him that it was lung cancer. Yeah. And they basically said, go home and say goodbyes. Fuck and yeah. he did. And he's only, he'd be 50, 50, maybe just on 50. So he went home, said to his kids, his mokapuna, his grandkids, he said, oh, that's it, I'm done. You know what I mean? Got lung cancer, blah, 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 blah. Mm. So they all started processing that. Three weeks later, the hospital fucking calls him and says, oh, when did you come back in, do some more scans and get checked out? And he's like, well, why? They said, oh, mm. So he went back in. As it turns out, it was a reaction to the fucking um, thing and it affected his lungs. Mm. And then he ended up having to take 14 months off work and do eight or nine months worth of chemotherapy to counteract the reaction that he had from this, from the, the yeah. I can't remember which vaccine it was, so I'm not going to say it, but it, the doctor yeah. did tell him that it was definitely a re- reaction to the thing. He only just went back to work probably two months ago. Yeah. Well, how do you think Sean Wayne, uh, Sean, Shane Warne died? Well, look, he was in a... T- <laughs> A Balinese hotel with a lady boy. So mm, I'm going to run with mushy, mushy milkshake, they also, they're, cocaine. They're saying heart attack. Well, and he had to get the vax before he flew to go to there. Oh, did he? Yeah. Yeah, right. Had to get oh, I just stuff. assumed he'd, he'd done too much powder and, I, and too I, many mushies. And I've heard a few more, a few more stories on he actually, it, he just landed there, got there that day. So he well, actually, same day he died. Yeah, true. So he just landed, and they they went to the motel rooms and all stuff to sort of pepper themselves up, and he didn't make it to the fucking got dinner, a massage. He? Yeah, he didn't make it to the dinner. <laughs> got a massage. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't mean to laugh, but, but just the way Warney yeah. rolled for his whole career, <laughs> he just stood to reason that he died in a fucking hotel room with a Thai masseuse. <laughs> but <laughs> but in saying that, there was another. I can't remember the name of the cricketer. Same age, everything. Mm. Exactly the same thing happened to him. Oh, true. He took his kids to the, not same like situation, but he took his kids to the park in England and lucky that there was a nurse that was working, uh, had a kid in the same park and she yeah. revived him. Yeah, right. And I don't know, I've had friends locally that have had their child pass out or yep. 20-year-old child pass out in the pool. Drug him out of the pool and resuscitate him two weeks after he had the vax. There's plenty of stories like, of that going around. There's plenty. And now he's got a defib in his heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of the vax. Yep. There's nothing else you can say it is because there's a 
It's the only thing it could have been. A great football player. Yeah, it's exactly right. His heart's been under so much. Like, you, you defend a line for yeah, yeah, yeah. six, 12 tackles, your heart's at 180 fucking beats per minute. Oh, and the rest. That's when it should fucking fail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not relaxing Not two weeks in the pool. after a, new, a needle. Yeah, Not yeah. relaxing in the fucking pool. I was pool. never going to get I was never going to let the kids get it. Yeah. No way. And and it has just turned out to be a flu. Mm. It's a flu. You know, like we had it six months ago. Me and the missus were crook for about 48 hours. It probably slowed the kids down for two and a half hours. Um, and that was fucking it. Yeah. But they had to get a week off school. But they had they had the flu about three weeks ago and they both missed a week of school from the flu. Yeah. They were actually quite crook. Hey, quite I've, crook. I had it last week, actually. Did you knock it If you, you listened to the last episode, uh, the... Where I talk at the end. Yeah. Get the bit nasally. Yeah. Did it knock you around a bit? No, but about, oh, yeah, lucky it had the worst bit was like on a Friday, Saturday, so yeah. I, I missed, didn't have to really struggle with work too much. Yep. yep. I'd hate, I hate being sick at work. Oh, that's the worst, isn't it? And the thing is, being an owner, you have to be at work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. sucks. You've got to be knocking on death's door yeah. before you take a day off. Yeah, I get you. I get you. Yeah, it's a shit one. Yeah. Hey. And we're having lots of um, just coming through the health service at the moment. There's heaps of flu around the moment mm. because we all spent two years, yeah. three years wearing Hiding masks, from washing it. hands, you know. Hey. So we kind of went the opposite yeah. of herd immunity. Yeah, we're all fucking soft cocks. Yeah, now. that's exactly. Well, speak for yourself. <laughs> I've got a. I've I'm 44. Got a, I've got a script for Viagra. <laughs> I'm 44 and I drink lots. <laughs> one soft as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I've, um, I've, I was going through, I was thinking of some jokes. I just get bored on the farm, so I think of, think of jokes. Yeah, you must do. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking must do. So I was like, <laughs> uh, what, I'm trying to figure out how to say this joke. I, was like, I had an Asian friend. He, <laughs> sa- he said, him and all his family, because of their genetics, are going to definitely... Um, genetic, genetics and race are definitely going to outlive me. And I'm like, okay, you want to come for a trip to the reef? <laughs> so then the next day I took them also to a trip to the Gold Coast swimming. They didn't make it. They didn't make it. Guess what? I won. <laughs> you win. Oh, it's terrible. That's terrible, but it's true. They can't <laughs> swim. Them and the Irish can't fucking swim worth a lick. They really can't, man. I remember when I was working in the dive industry, having to drag them around the Great Barrier Reef every day. Fuck. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Yeah, it's mind-blowing how someone who literally cannot swim would want to go to the Great Barrier Reef and do a dive. <laughs> and then dumbasses like me work yeah. in the industry where we're like, yeah. oh, okay, we'll just tow you around the Great Barrier Reef by us. <laughs> like, oh. And they wonder why people die out there. Christ yeah. or fucking mighty. I had the same sort of thing. I had um, Oscar used to run real crazy charters. Yeah. Out of Innisfail here. Yeah. It was like a spearfishing charter. Anyway, he comes out one day and he goes, oh, he'd be able to give us a hand because we've got a bit of a mixed crew. So <coughs> I want to be able to people just to keep an eye on the th- three or four different crews that are out there. So yeah. I'm like, all right, I went out and there's – I had – he goes, this follows yours. As an Asian dude, <laughs> he had – he. <laughs> <laughs> So he had the <laughs> Divers World Special. Oh, <laughs> <fucking> hell. <laughs> it just looked like he, when he rocked up out there, he's still spit, peeling the plastic, plastic off, off the gun. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> plastic yeah. off everything. Yeah, like his his flippers were still stuck together with oh, the tag and all this sort of Here stuff, and go. pulling out those Here plastic things. 
Paul stitched you up. <laughs> Oscar goes, oh, can you take him and just show him, um, show him where to go? And I'm like, I don't know. This dude fucking has been in the <laughs> can water he swim? before. Anyway, so I jump in the water and like, because I was sort of laid back, I was just like, all right, jump in. And next one he jumps in and he just keeps going down. <laughs> and I'm like, um, all right, we'll go come drag him back to the surface. He goes, oh, no, I need a flipper. I can't swim. <laughs> so he puts the flippers, put the flippers on him and he started – because he told me, I said to him, before he got in the water, I said, can you spear? Have you speared before? He goes, yeah. <laughs> but I don't even know if you unfucking stood me. <laughs> if he even yeah. spoke English. Yeah, so I um, – Anyway, so I started swimming off in front of him. I turn around. He's got the fucking spear gun loaded pointing at me. Oh, fuck me. Within like two, three metres of me. So I like yelled out, Oscar, get this cunt out of the fucking water. And he goes, just help him out. <laughs> so I said, all right, pass me your gun. You're not having that fucking anymore, you little cunt. <laughs> we'll start with that. <laughs> so... We went over to this rock. I seen a cray under it. Went down, speared a cray with his gun, pulled it back out, put him back up in the um the boat. He got a photo with the cray on the spear. Fuck, he was happy, happy as, as shit, he wasn't thought, he? Yeah, oh, yeah, fuck, yeah. This yeah, cunt yeah. thought it was Christmas. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, and he would have told everyone, oh, I got that. Yeah, yeah absolutely, <laughs> he did. So me and my best mate, one of my best mates, Dave, he, he's up Cooktown Way, and uh, I took another mate, mutual friend of ours, who's not a spearo. Not a hunter, anything like that. But he just wanted to go, he wanted to check out what we do and that sort of stuff. I was like, Paddy, fucking oath, man. So we jumped in the ute, um, got smashed the whole way up. That's another story. Um, and we took him out, lent him a, a, a wetty, and we didn't give him a gun, but, you know, we were like, yeah, come on, get in the water with us. Anyway, we see plenty of sharks, don't we? Every day. You're always seeing sharks. And, and the little ones, they probably don't bother us too much. Like I, I, dogs. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if there's a couple of reefies and a, a good-sized trout in the middle of them, I'm still going to shoot that trout. Hey. You know, it's, it's probably risk versus reward, hey. but you calculate the risk. So anyway, we found this rock, Ben. I've never seen so many mangrove jack on the one rock. There was just, must have been 40 or 50 of them hanging around this rock. So we just started pumping them one after another, you know. And Paddy's in the water with us, you know, wide-eyed. Like, the, you, you couldn't see. His his eyeballs took up the whole lens, you know, watching us do what we were doing. And I actually got to the point where I gave him a gun, an unloaded gun. I'm like, hold on to this. And I didn't think it through at the time. I started handing him some fish. I'm like, just fucking hold on to these, will you? You know, because the boat was a little ways away. And then, well, the, the fang gang showed up and they started, you know, trying to chop our fish and, and all that sort of stuff, but they were only little ones and we didn't think too much of it. Probably ended up with half a dozen of them hanging around trying to chop every fish that we, we shot. And me and my mate Dave, we were just focused, like just <laughs> zooming in, stoning them all and that sort of stuff. And it wasn't until I, I glanced up at my mate Paddy on the surface, oh, mate, I'll tell you what, he's a dark fella, he's darker than <laughs> me, man, and he was white as a ghost, <laughs> as a fucking ghost. I was like... Do you want to get out of the water, bro? He's like, oh, fuck, man. Can we just go, please? <laughs> <laughs> Took him back to the boat. We got in the boat. Me and Dave both looked at him. We were like, oh, I'm so sorry, man. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. that He's a like, good start. Do you, go, do you guys, this is what you fucking do when you come at us. Look, no, not all the time. Like, we really don't. Not like that. But there's mangrove jacks. But there's, fuck I know. Yeah. There was fish, bro. <laughs> 
It was like the honey hole. <laughs> the reason there were so many mangrove jacks is the same reason there was all the sharks there too. <laughs> and the poor dude, he was having a fucking aneurysm. So, Paddy, apologise. Apologies, bro. <laughs> Didn't mean to do that to you. <laughs> That's not how beginners should start out. It's no. really not. <laughs> so, I've got a, another one I was thinking of. <laughs> another joke. <laughs> My wife wears a mouth guard when she sleeps. Not because she needs to straighten her teeth. It's because she talks in her sleep and I don't take shit from no cunt. Absolutely. And that's a fair <laughs> fucking call. That's a fair... I just thought that was common knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> These are just little passing thoughts that come in my that, head. That pops through I'm your head while you're driving a tractor. <laughs> Here's another one. I'm a brown belt in jiu-jitsu. I've got the MRIs to prove it. <laughs> Yes, fuck yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't think there is a, a higher attrition rate for injuries in any sport. <laughs> I really don't. And how many middle-aged blokes do you know that take it up? Hey. Like it's, it realistically. It's soft, hardcore. It's like it, you can do it till you're 70, but you're going to get fucked up. I know. <laughs> And it's it's not the it's not the collision. It's not like rugby league or union where you've got collisions. It's not like a, a striking sport where you're punching each other in the face and that sort of stuff. Like it is realistically just rolling around with another really handsome, sweaty <laughs> man on the ground, which but which everybody likes. Also, but I think it's you you can bring someone close to death if well, you, you really want to. You can, but the problem <laughs> is as you get older. You lose flexibility. That's the thing that you lose most. And it's one of those sports where you just find yourself in the most fucked up, uncomfortable positions. It's, eh? it's, I'm brown belt now and I still end up in positions where I look across at the other person like, um, should we pull up because none of us yeah, know yeah, what we're yeah, doing yeah, here. That's right. With real pain. You've done it with me a couple of times. I've done it with you more than you've done it with me. But you look at them with this real panic in your eyes like something's going to pop, something's going to pop, get off, get off, get off. And there's not even a tap involved. The other bloke just goes, oh, sorry, bro. You right? You okay? You good? You good? <laughs> getting off is when you usually yeah. hurt each other. <laughs> You're trying to untangle yourself. It's like a fucking, it's like a retarded game, a twister. <laughs> And you're trying to talk while you've got some bloke's nuts in your mouth. <laughs> Get off, motherfucking. Oh, did you, did you wipe your ass today? <laughs> and a freckle rot on your nose. <laughs> hey, but I wouldn't have it any other way. Well, I would. <laughs> lube. Lube? Yeah. Just dick Greasing togs. up. Dick togs and lube. <laughs> That's all we need. Oh, speaking of which, I'm going to post these on the um, Instagram. I need you to show me how to use Instagram PS because I'm pretty fucking technologically retarded like that. When um, I, ga I gave Jai the password the other day and then I um, sort of stressed out and had a look about 10 minutes later to see what he got up to. <laughs> <laughs> if he liked a heap of fucking like, I can't pages and stuff. And <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what, here, this is what I found, bro. <laughs> I think we need to get a set of these for the next time we go out to the reef. So did you know... <sighs> set of balls. You can get these things called Gitos. <laughs> <laughs> so they look like jeans. Hey, they're, 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 denim they Speedos. Denim Speedos. <laughs> How fucking good is that? <laughs> I feel like we need to get a pair of these. Each pub ammo across the back. Just to make motherfuckers feel uncomfortable every time we go to the reef. 
<laughs> when we get the reef and we drop our drawers and we're wearing <laughs> denim speedos, I just want people to panic. But just to sheer panic. Also, I want to have like a bag of sand in the back, not in the front. <laughs> that works. That works. Isn't it? This is the one where the father goes, oh, you know when you go to the beach, you put sand down your speedos to make everything look bigger? He goes, but yeah, but so down like the front, not yourself. the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or just a wet <laughs> pair of footy socks down the back. Because I don't know about the sand, bro. Sand in your freckle doesn't roll. Oh, like. Sand in your vag, man. <laughs> yeah. man. You need a lot of irrigation to get the sand out of there. <laughs> Can't do it. Can't do it. So that's... um. Yeah, we'll, we'll get them made. 100%. We'll call them. What are we going to call them? Oh. Jitos, just Gitos. leave it at Jitos. The pub ammo Jitos. <laughs> I fucking love them. I do. I love them. No, but if they're called that, we'll get fucking sued. <sighs> yeah. Oh, unless unless you're out there, who's Jitos, and you want to sponsor, and you us. want to sponsor? Oh, done. <laughs> I'm gonna message these fuckers. That's what I'm gonna do. You can get them in a thong. Would you wear a thong? You got the balls? I'd, Rhetorical question. Sort of. All cock, no balls. You see, I'm the other one. Yeah, actually, I'm exactly the same. I've got athletes nuts. It's pathetic. But they don't get in the way. My no. missus thinks they're cute. Uh, anywho. I, I don't have Christmas balls. I've just got... Hmm. Balls. <laughs> I don't know what mine look like. They've been stuck in the missus' handbag for about a decade. I'll have a look when I get home did and send you, you a photo. Did you know there's three rings when you get married? Oh, I fucking found out after I got proposed to her. Yeah. What's the story with that? So there's the... Engagement, engagement ring. ring. Yep. The wedding ring. Yep. And suffering. And, oh, <laughs> so no, there's four. Because there's, the, there's the eternity ring too. And oh. then there's the suffering. That's a good one though. I like that. I like that. Yeah, I was. it was a stitch up. Because they've, apparently they've got to have a ring either side of the big engagement ring so oh. that like my missus got them all tacked together so that they're just one giant yeah. fucking mirror ball on her finger. <laughs> Here's one for you. We're going to close on this one, okay, speaking about getting married. So me and the missus have been together for a while, right, had two kids by that stage and all that. And, and, I, and you're much the same as me when people just fucking pressure you to do something. Does that not make you want to do it less? Yep. Yep. If people are always badgering you about yeah. doing something. You should get you, married. Fuck. And it just, everyone, no, my mum, her mum, everyone, every mm. fucking one in our life, even my mates got on board only because they know it was pissing me off. <laughs> and and everyone kept banging on about marriage. So so anyway, <laughs> I don't recommend this at home, all right, because it didn't end well. So I, I dropped her at Toys R Us up in Cairns to do some shopping with the kids. I can't even remember what the fuck she was getting. I had to shoot to Cairns Central to get something. So anyway, I'm in Cairns Central, darting around, picking up whatever it was. I rang her up. I said, do you want a muffin? Because I was going to get a muffin. I said, you want a muffin? She's like, oh, yeah. I said, do you want anything else while I'm here? She goes, yeah, a ring. And I just, I'd fucking had it you up to here. You said to her? I'd fucking, fucking had it just up did. to here. I'm talking to you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just rang so, you. <laughs> so no, I went one step further. And this is not my, not my fucking crowning moment, I tell you. Um, she was like, I ring. And I, and I, I, just, I just, I had the shits on. So to prove how much I had the shits on, I bought her the chocolate muffin that she wanted and then I fucked off to the jewellers and I bought an engagement ring and not a cheap one either. Like I just went nuts. I was just in a mood and I went fucking nuts. <laughs> so then I poked said engagement ring in the top of the fucking muffin <laughs> and I proposed to her in the middle of Toys R Us. <laughs> this is no fucking bullshit. I did. And she looked at me and I could tell by the look that she was not impressed, but people were looking. So she, so she kind of half smirked and went, huh, 
Yeah. And some lady was like, oh, my God, congratulations. And she was livid. She was fucking livid, eh? And we got back to the car and she looked at me and she goes, I'm not marrying you. She goes, I said yes in there, but I didn't mean it. It's not like that. That's not how this is going to work. And she just handed me the ring back and she was like, I don't even fucking like that ring. And I knew she didn't too because it was the ring. Like she'd showed me plenty of rings. I knew the ring that she wanted. I bought the opposite of that. It was a nice fucking ring. Don't get me wrong. It was a great big rock and just one single rock and that wasn't what she wanted. So I took it back. And then we just, yeah, sat on it for another. Funnily enough though. Every, she sat on a ring. Funnily enough. Everyone stopped hassling me about fucking about getting married from that point on, and then when I was ready, I popped the question with the right ring, and it all worked out the way it's supposed to. So, That's how, yeah. For those of you at home that are wondering how to go about it, I do not suggest a muffin break muffin and Toys R Us. <laughs> <laughs> now that I say it, obviously, <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't make fucking sense. Doesn't make sense. That's just how I roll. Yeah, You're gonna push me into something. I'm like, you fucking corner me. You corner me. I'm gonna strike back. Spur of the moment. Spur of the fucking moment, Fuck, mate. That's exactly right. Straight up. You don't know what I'm going to do next. That's exactly right. Keep her on her fucking toes. You just don't know where this conversation is going I mean, next. I was trying to keep her on her knees, but that never fucking works. <laughs> Once you get married, that shit stops. Game over. Game over. Is that game over? Yeah. I reckon it is. That was a good ending. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I thought you'd like that one. <laughs> she didn't. She's going to kill me for putting that on here. She fucking will. But anyway. I don't want to say how mine got done, but yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I need a bit more true serum than that. Did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I was stone cold sober. I probably should have done it when I was junk, junk. I probably would have made better life decisions. Yeah, you but know the anyway. stuff that you can't even say, probably if you're blind drunk, I wouldn't say this one. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. Say no more. Say no more. Till right. next week, fuckers. Too easy. Talk soon. See you later. Yeah, well. Thanks again for listening. If you want to help us out, give us a five-star rating on your podcast app or just share this yarn with your mate and uh, just say, hey, you heard of this podcast? Send them through the like the Instagram, whatever, and um, I'll see you again next week. Thanks for listening. You're the fucking champions. Too rude.